Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions. All right, welcome to Bet the Edge. I'm Jay Crouch here with Drew Dinsick. Got boots on the ground here at Churchill Downs in the media center in the fine state of Kentucky. We're going to talk about the Oaks, then we'll talk about the Kentucky Derby as well, naturally. So let's bring in Nick Luck right now. Uh, Nick, who will be on the broadcast. Thank you for joining us, mate. We appreciate it. Let's get straight into the Oaks. I want to ask you about the favorite, Wet Paint, who's at 5-2. to two. Can a true closer Nick win a 14-horse field? Uh, she might be able to, even though her trainer didn't sound that confident when she was when he was interviewed yesterday. Obviously, thought her form claims were outstanding, which they are. She is the, the absolute standard, and I actually think five to two. If you if you were to go off five to two, that's a pretty good price. So I think she lays over the field on what she's achieved. Obviously, the question mark is: is the pace going to be contentious enough for her to be able to get into the race? And she kind of needs to be allowed to do her own thing. It seems to be the, the way she's best ridden. The Flavian Pratt just leaves her to her own devices and she just gets there and then looks quite dominant. Uh, I think the presence of one filly in this race is key, and that is flying connection for two reasons. First, she's very, very fast. I don't think she's going to get home. She could set it up for wet paint. So I think flying connection's presence in the race tips the balance of the Cox. Well, Brad's got three in the race, but tips the balance of the Cox market leaders in the favor of wet paint. Um, Will she quite have time to get there, wet paint? Or will there be a filly or fillies between the pace and the closers? And that's kind of where I'm looking tactically in the race. I'm trying to get the front of the market beaten with horses who are having who, who have a perfect stalking trip in the race. And then it's trying to work out which ones they're going to be. Okay, so it sounds like you're more on the not inclined to back a botanical based on just being too on the pace and maybe burning out. Uh, no concern for you about uh, kind of having never run on dirt? Yeah, that's more. I mean, that's more the reason, the fact she's been doing it all at Turfway. I mean, she has looked very good. And the, the fact you know she can run fast on whatever surface. Like she, you know she's got basic speed because of the presence of, a, of another confirmed front runner in the race. So I think he's going to put it right up to her. And because she's never, never had a chance to shine on this surface before, and it's all been at Turfway, I'd be inclined to to look elsewhere at the at the current odds. I think there's a couple who are drawn to the outside who are who are very interesting and on the upgrade, and they are Affirmative Lady and Pretty Mischievous. Affirmative Lady is uh, a filly trained by Graham Motion, who is you know by nature quite a circumspect sort of trainer. He tends not to overface his horses. And 
she, I thought, really looked to have come of age last time down in Florida. The fact that Velasquez gets back on her has got to be a, a massive plus. He rode her the first three lifetime starts, and I can see her running a bold race. But the one I prefer is pretty mischievous in the first-time blinkers for Brad Cox. I, I think the trainer, for uh, Brendan Walsh, sorry, the trainer's always held her in incredibly high regard. She's got a beautiful pedigree for this job. I think the blinkers will just enable her to sit that little bit handier. The trainer felt she lost application last time when she was beaten in the fairground oaks. If they just bring a forward step, this race could set up perfectly for her. She loves an outside gate. She loves a strong pace. And she loves this track. And so does the trainer. So I'm going to play pretty mischievous. And I'm going to have affirmative lady right in the mix as well. And I'll, I'll, have, I'll have wet paint not quite getting there. So I'll use wet paint underneath. Uh, the two the two outsiders who are on the outside. Well, Nick, uh, I had eyes for for uh, pretty mischievous all along, and uh, I've been losing confidence, particularly with the blinkers decision, because sometimes that doesn't go well. Um, but uh, she was unbelievable in the uh, the uh, Rachel Alexandra, mm-hmm. and I do like a, a, an Oaks horse that's coming off of uh, uh, not having one last race. It just tends to kind of you know get get a little bit uh, uh, more out of the horse next time coming. So you've renewed my confidence in pretty mischievous. So I appreciate that. I do think it's a race that could develop with the finishers down the outside. I think Pretty Mischievous loves it out there. I think Affirmative Lady will be with her. And I can Wet Paint's going to be finishing fastest of all, but is it going to be too late? Okay, Pretty Mischievous and Affirmative Lady both 10 to 1 at the moment. All right, before we get to the Derby, a reminder to download the Roto World app to receive breaking player news all season long. Stay ahead of the competition by favoriting players on your roster. Get the latest injury updates, player news, and much more delivered right to your phone. It's available in the App Store today. All right. Let's talk about the Derby. So we are here. Uh, Forte, 3-1, to one, is the favourite. Uh, do you think the Forte is priced correctly? And how short do you think Forte might get as we get closer to the post? I'd be a layer rather than a backer at 3-1. to one. Not because there's anything wrong with Forte. He's a thorough professional who's done everything right through his career. Excellent two-year-old and he's carried it on. But because I think there is depth here. Uh, there's depth of promise. There's depth of talent. There's horses who are going to take a big, big step forward, many of whom are likely to take a bigger step forward than he can because he's done it all. So at what price does he become a bet? Probably for me around nine to two, five to one, he becomes a bet. At the price he is at the moment, he's a fade or a lay. Yep, strong agree with you there. Um, and, you know, I guess as you kind of are handicapping the field, price is obviously, uh, you know, enormously important. And uh, uh, once you get past whether you're fading the favorite in this race or not, uh, the next serious question for me comes, what do you do with uh, Derma Sotagake? Yeah. And wow. really, that is, yeah, it, this is this is such a tough question because number one, um, you know, no, no, you know, shippers traditionally not not doing great here, <laughs> to put it politely. Um, but uh, what what is your read on this horse generally? Do you think he'll be uh, on or near the lead? Uh, and, uh, you know, do you think ultimately he'll take money or uh, drift? Very good question. I suspect people's parochial instincts will come to the fore when push comes to shove. If you if you believe the market is going to be principally dictated by, you know, the, the broadest spread of money of the whole year, then I think he's got he's got to drift. Um, uh, normally, the point about UAE Derby winners coming into this race and or Japanese trained horses, and they're quite often one and the same thing is they're just too slow and don't get into it, or they're too slow and they're ridden 
as though they're not slow. I mean, the fastest way to get a slow horse beaten is to ride him like he's a quick horse. And you know, that, that has been an issue for Japanese horses in this race in the past. They've either got going too late or they've been used up like last year too early and they're a spent force by the end of the race. Now, in contrast to the horses that we've just mentioned, um, this horse does actually look to have some genuine speed and some genuine credentials. You know, the vibe around him is better than it has been for quite a lot of the other Japanese horses. And that time in the UAE Derby was, was really strong. And I think the track was legit in Dubai that day as well. Sometimes it, it, it can change massively as the, as the day uh, progresses and it can get slower and slower and slower. It seemed to ride pretty uniform. And, and so the, 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 time's a, the time's a very good one. And, of course, the fact that he once thrashed the, the horse who's a, an AE who himself ran practical move very close in California just gives you that scintilla of hope that you've got a bit of collateral form to cling to. But all that said and done, I don't like him. So <laughs> he's now not in seventeen. And also the idea in 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 Dubai this year, I again I had to do about five in, uh, interviews with uh, interpreters for various connections. So I'm just girding my loins for another one of those. This is all fascinating because okay, I kind of want to pivot to California now, and I'm going to do it in a way that's uh, kind of leans on your last answer. So. Uh, Mandarin Hero runs a very, very close call in the uh, Santa Anita Derby. Uh, practical move uh, with a pretty uninspiring win against Mandarin Hero, even with the perfect trip, in my opinion. Now, Mandarin Hero is a true B horse on the Japanese circuit, whereas Derma Sotagake was an A horse. And so you come out of that thinking, well, man, uh, how good could Derma Sotagake be if Mandarin Hero was challenging one of the, uh, you know, kind of top tier horses in this race? Um, but then the other side of the coin is, well, you know, maybe this California crop is just somewhat weak. What is your general read on practical move at 10 to 1? Uh, and in general, the California horses uh, to this point in the season? I think the, the strength of the California form is questionable simply because there's not a deep enough pool of horses. There's not a deep enough pool of horses for them to, to really test one another. You had a, a four horse graded race early in the Kentucky Derby Trail that was Baffert, 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 Baffert. Or we would now be Yakteen, 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 Yakteen. Uh, and to that end, I, I'm not sure, as I say, that the pool is that strong. I think it all comes down with practical moves to whether you believe the figures or not. You know, three triple digit buyers, he, he, on that basis, he's the fastest horse in the race. People who know more about speed figures than me suggest that at least one of those was, was a bit phony. I, I just don't think he, I just don't think he's he's taken on deep enough group of horses for me to for me to really like him. But I'd be delighted for the trainer if he won. And uh, but I'm going to have to going to have to watch him win. I think. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. 
unsuspecting friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash local. Tap it trice, second shortest horse on the board at five to one. Uh, is there any value there? You're putting more stock in the fact that Tap it trice has won four straight races or the fact that uh, the starts have been pretty rocky? I think he can definitely win because I think he's probably the most talented horse in the in the race. But um, I, I again, I don't think five to one is particularly generous, and he just needs the trip to go right for him. He needs to get out. He needs to get out from the inside draw, get in out from underneath the inside draw, and and have a nice clean trip. If he gets a nice clean trip and a clear sight at the at the front, as uh, as the race begins to begins to sort of break apart, then. Then I think he's got a he's got a great chance because he's a great luxury liner of a horse. You know he's not fast. <laughs> he's a, and I, I, he's not slow. He but he's he's just a cruiser. He's a liner. He's not a speedboat. Um, and uh, and I thought this was a lovely performance. The horse in second there verifying. You know I give him a bit of a shot. They're yeah. going to go forward with him. Two's not an ideal gate, but they'll go forward with him. He's a horse who I like on pedigree and on the way that he's progressing, but. You look at that again, Tappet Trice, I think, has beaten him quite comfortably. And it's sure. hard to argue that the further they go, the better Tappet Trice won't be. Do you see what I mean? So I think yeah. it's all a question of whether he gets a nice, clear run at this race. Yeah, I mean, you can see it in the video. Tappet Trice is like looking at the stance and he's passing him with somewhat of ease. Uh, I kind of had Tappet Trice circled as a horse to bet at the, at the Belmont, assuming he runs. Uh, other folks in the community have kind of said, well, give him some more time. Look, you know, circle him for the Travers, circle him for the Breeders' Cup Classic. Uh, and that makes sense to me because he does look like a horse that will have staying power throughout the summer and, and get better and better as we get into the fall. So uh, Tappet Trice for me circled later on the calendar not expecting him to necessarily get the best of the trip here um, because I'm you know again like I'm not really setting setting this up as an especially fast-paced race now I could be uh, assuming wrong uh, I think that last year's pace meltdown is probably you know first and foremost on the minds of a lot of people strategizing for this race and for that reason I think we could see a, a little bit of a, a you know a slower start to this one which I think uh, opens the door for horses that are on the lead like verifying um, you know what uh, do you you know what, what's your general response to that do you think that this could be a little bit uh, slower start just based on there not being a lot of early speed and does that uh, kind of set up a race where a horse on the lead could hold on for a win what do we think is going to go forward Jace's road from the outside verifying maybe from the inside um uh, the cox horses none of them are going to be too far away angel of empire is not going to be too far away i wouldn't have thought either uh, I, brad cox i think possibly holds the key to how fast this race is run i suspect i don't think it's going to be a burn up like it was last year um but nor nor do i think that you're going to be able to go out there and, and walk the dog like you know medina spirit did when he passed the post in front um I, it should be. I think it should be a fair race from a from a pace and tactical point of view. I don't think there's going to be a a major edge to be garnered either by by being right on the pace or or, or, or being being a closer. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think it's going to fall into one extreme or the other. Yep. All right, last one for you, Nick. Prediction time. Uh, what is your final prediction uh, and a best bet on the board? Okay, I've toyed with quite a few of these. 
And the truth of it is that I can't rule out that many with great confidence. Yeah. Um, in the end, I, I resolved that I, I would be including Tappet Trice in whatever and however I play the race because I think he's just too talented a horse not to. I think the raw ability is there. And he's just sort of, if he goes and wins, you just think, yeah, well, I knew he was the best horse. Why didn't I, <laughs> why didn't I back him? Do you know what I mean? So yep. he'll yes. be in there. He'll be in the, in the mix. Um, there are more appealing prices, I think. Yeah. I, I, I believe King's Barnes will run very well. Um, I think he's a horse with an impeccable temperament. Uh, he, he's nowhere near the finished article. I don't think the occasion's going to get to him, and I think he'll gallop out all the way to the line. And he's got a little bit of tactical pace. I'm sure he'll run a, run a nice race. I'm not. I don't know whether he's quite good enough, but I think he's got a lot of attributes. And he's next door to a stable companion there in six. So I, I think he's in the in the mix. And I do like confidence game as well. Look, look, it's, com- it's somewhat coincidental, but they're all they're all drawn around each other four, five, and six. I'd probably rather they were, I don't know, seven, eight, and nine or something like that. But um confidence game i think is a horse that is not getting the respect he deserves at 20 to 1 he's got a verdict over quite a few of this field i don't like the five week layoff particularly not because keith Zombie can't get a horse fit off five weeks but i can't work out quite why he's done that yeah i can't believe it was the original intention but the horse looks very well now he's training very well he did a great workout at the weekend i think the trainer is he's unconventional but he's very very good and he's been second in the race before with Exaggerator. Uh, he seems to have confidence. The horse is bred for it by Candy Ride out of a half to Zenyatta. You know, that's it's a very ap- appealing set of credentials, I think. Uh, and I'd be probably more worried about the layoff if the horse hadn't had a half dozen runs or five runs as a two-year-old. So at least he's got that kind of conditioning and seasoning. Um, and uh, uh, And to that end... I think he's got to be in the in there as well. So those are the those are the three that I'm toying with at the moment. Okay, I like it. Yeah, a lot of momentum behind Tappet Trice. Yeah, seems like, and uh, like the long shot of confidence game at twenty to one. All right, Nick, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell okay. people uh, where to follow you and uh, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, my uh, my Twitter handle is at Nick Luck. I never miss the opportunity to plug uh, the NBC shows, which of course uh, you guys have been doing on Bet the Edge. Uh, we'll be on air. Uh, all of Oaks Day and uh, and Derby Day, Oaks Day on USA and Derby Day uh, on NBC itself. You tune in for seven and a half hours of live coverage. That final hour is just the most enjoyable piece of television to be to be involved with. If I can figure out where the trainers that I'm supposed to be walking over are, uh, <laughs> uh, it, may, it makes it even even. What you really w- want to make sure is that the second one is not in front of the first one, and you don't have to try and sprint past the whole of the field without scattering all the runners in uh, the world's most prestigious horse race, which has been known to happen. Can't wait. Really looking forward to it. And I never missed the chance to plug my uh, my daily podcast, uh, Nick Luck Daily, which you can get every weekday uh, from, well, very early in the morning, Eastern time, and generally mid-morning um, British summertime. Brilliant. All right. Thanks so much for your time, Nick. We appreciate it. Speak to you soon, mate. Not a bit. Thanks, guys.
Cheers. All right, Joe. Any final thoughts? Anything you're looking forward to? Well, uh, you're giving out your predictions tomorrow, I believe. But, yeah. yeah. Anything in the meantime? I got more more work to do, man. Uh, we gotta we got we gotta we gotta go back to the lab. Gotta put together some some more pace numbers. I like Nick's point of view on all this. Ultimately, I think I'm probably gonna have to lay off Tappet Trice because of the price and because he's going to need such a uh, a perfect trip. But uh, I do agree with Nick's point of view that. The, you know this class of three-year-olds in a year when we reflect on it i think we're going to say that tap trice was the best of them so uh missing out on an opportunity to be at the front of that of that uh, train uh is definitely uh it's definitely part of the equation for me okay well we'll get your final predictions tomorrow in the meantime don't forget to check out nbcsportsedge.com for more information to help you with your wages thanks everyone watching on the nbc sports youtube channel and please rate and subscribe us if you're listening to us as a podcast from Churchill Downs, boots on the grounds. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Cheers. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.